All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Jorge's Isolation Podcast. This week has been very crazy. As you can see, I'm by myself on this episode. Um, let's backtrack to where we were a week ago. A week ago, I am in South Texas, and uh, a cold front started rolling in, and uh, internet started getting a little shoddy. Our power started flickering by, uh, by Sunday night, and uh, apparently by Monday, we're in a full-fledged, uh, you know, winter storm that you know affected the whole state we didn't realize the magnitude of of what we were in for uh that whole you know this this whole week really um fortunately for me and and my family for me rosa and anapao we were without power uh from uh from monday afternoon till till tuesday afternoon so basically one full day uh we know folks that were without power from Sunday night, you know, around 1 a.m., you know, you know, early, early Monday morning, midnight. Uh, and, and some of those people are barely getting their power back, you know, as of yesterday or Friday. So a whole week without power. And it was it was cold. And I, I, I I've been in New York for the last eight years prior to this. So we've been here for one year. So eight years before that, I was in New York where. The year before we, we moved back down here, we had a six degree winter when my wife was pregnant with Anapao in 2019. I remember I had the flu and I walked to the doctor's office with a flu and 102 degree temperature in six degree weather. So my body has been accustomed to the cold weather in the northeast but uh apparently you know my my statesman my my, my fellow texans here it's, it's very uncommon and um this weather is very uncommon we get cold fronts here and there maybe like in in dallas it's 30 degrees for a night or you know in san antonio it gets to be like 30 degrees here we'll get a 30 degree night and then you know, it's 80 degrees the next day, like right now. Okay. So a week ago we were in the high forties dropping down to the thirties and the twenties and it's 80 degrees right now. The Texas weather in winter is warm. Usually it's, I mean, the coolest we ever get really is the fifties and that's for like a day or two. And then we're back up to the seventies, the eighties, and then we'll drop back down for a little bit. So this whole winter storm was just a huge fluke. And I know that there's a ton of people pointing fingers at, at, at this and that and ERCOT really our electrical grid system is truly what failed us. And um, the, the fact that they just ignored uh, winter, winterizing dials and gauges and, and all that stuff, we can blame the windmills. We could blame, you know, gas and solar. We can blame the governor, but at, at the end of the day, we just didn't winterize things, anything. It's like you can blame everybody, but like we didn't winterize pipes. Our, our pipes in Texas, you know, we're not winterized. We're, they're, they're, they're up in attics. Several videos you can see circulating around the internet right now. You can see pipes bursting and coming through, you know, ceilings and flooding houses. And I mean, at some point it was freezing. So a lot of that water was just turning into ice in people's houses because there's no heat anywhere. And um, it got really sad because people were freezing. Like down here, we were in the 30s for like two or three days. And, um, you know, the one thing about Texas is that we always barbecue. And fortunately for, for me, I always have wood on hand for barbecue. And we have a fireplace. It's one of the weirdest things is that here in South Texas, in the Rio Grande Valley in particular, 
houses with chimneys and fireplaces are very rare. We don't need them. We don't need them to stay warm. It's never cold enough. Like we have been here for a whole year and never once used that fireplace to keep us warm or just to turn on in general. And I'm just so grateful that we had that and I had the wood. I was able to turn on that fireplace. But other people were not as fortunate as, as us to have had that, that luxury and the, the wood availability. And some people just turned to desperate times. They were turning on um, barbecue pits in their houses to try to stay warm and were suffering from, from carbon monoxide poisoning, um, heating themselves in the cars in the garage without opening and poisoning themselves. Uh, it was very, it's a very, very weird week and a very, just another event to go on with the craziness that's happened pretty much for the last year. You know, it's going to be in one month, pretty much on, as of March 13th, it's going to be one year truly since the crazy pandemic chaos began. I mean, the pandemic has been around, you know, they said there's traces of it since November of 2019 or December, but truly like the shutdowns and the lockdowns and the quarantining and all that truly began on March 13th. That's for me, that's when the industry shut down. That's when they shut down restaurants. That's when they shut down businesses. It was supposed to be two weeks and then two weeks turned into a month and then a month turned into six weeks. And here we are almost a year later, we're still dealing with the pandemic. And people forget that life does continue during a pandemic. So in between that time, we've also had a hurricane down here where we were without power. We've also had a crazy election. There's, you know, the, the craziness that happened on the Capitol. You know, there was also this winter storm that just destroyed Texas's power grid for a week and destroyed several houses and pipes. And it's just craziness. And we just need some good news you know right now and so i'm rolling solo this week because i mean i couldn't scrounge up a guest and even if i wanted to get a guest i couldn't really go back and forth because the internet connections is very shoddy like this is basically this is true isolation podcast it's just me by myself just talking right now for a few minutes um i got to do a lot of catch up and uh try to round up some guests for the next few weeks but before i do any of that and before i go any further Amidst all this chaos and amidst, you know, everything that's happened this week, there are a bunch of heroes in, in this state that really stepped up when they could. Whenever there's any kind of natural disaster, whether there's a hurricane, I remember when the lockdowns were first issued, people stormed grocery stores. I remember with the pandemic a year ago, people were were. You're just buying up all the toilet paper and paper goods and Lysol and wipes and all that. And we couldn't find wipes for our daughter to change her diapers and all that. There's this panic buying ensues and people um, buy the most odd, odd things. You know, before a hurricane, people buy up all the canned goods and there's foods. I think here in South Texas, we're, we, we're more accustomed to hurricane, you know, awareness and, and being prepared for, for hurricanes. So, you know, people usually have water on hand and, and, and some canned goods and meat. And, you know, after a hurricane, like the hurricane, the storm itself lasts for a few hours. And if it barely hits us or if it just goes north or south of us, we're going to barbecue um, just because we already have the, the goods to barbecue. With this winter storm, as the heat never came on, the power never came on, the only power sources you had were vehicles. So gas stations were just being swarmed by a lot of people. And 
the heroes that I have to say are those gas station attendants that had to work throughout all that chaos and seeing those huge lines wrapped around blocks and blocks all around town here in McAllen, Texas. And I just got to say thank you to all, all, all of you and for the people that did work uh, during these winter storms at restaurants. I know like at uh, a restaurant that my wife and I love that's right here on, on 23rd and Dove, La Justicia. It's a Mexican restaurant. Some of the, me the best Mexican food here in McAllen, Texas. You know, they're working with a two-person crew. You know, it was the, the young lady, you know, waiting and, and, and taking the orders. And you have the cook. And there was a full restaurant. So we gave them extra money because they're working hard and, and we didn't, we, we didn't, we have a gas stove, but guess what? Our stupid stove ran on electricity. We didn't have power. So, you know, that's why we were forced to go out there and the people working at Whataburger um, just worked tirelessly where you, you see those lines where people were waiting for like 45 minutes, half an hour to an hour to just get some Whataburger and, and coffee and just stuff to stay warm. I just got to thank everybody working at Whataburger. Um, and the, 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 the people, the, working at HEB who always have to deal with these, these panic buyers, HEB, any HEB around here in the state of Texas was swarmed and panic. People were panic buying and wiping out. There's pictures all around where all the produce section is wiped out. The meat section wiped out everything. Milk. We we're trying to find milk for, for our daughters. So people at HEB at Foy supermarket, just, all around junior supermarket, all these, these, these grocery store workers here in the state of Texas, thank you for working tirelessly like throughout this, leaving your own houses, leaving your families to work to make sure you can provide not only for yourself, but for others to make sure others have food and, and stuff to keep them warm and nourished during the time this week without power. It's been so crazy. And, and, and you know, plumbers and carpenters and contractors are going to have your hands full. But I also have to thank all the linemen working out there on, on our cables who like, you know, this isn't weather that they're used to working with in, in South Texas. Like, you know, we're, we're, people kept saying, like, how can Texas handle 115 degree summers, you know, for months and months, and months. But you know what? It's just I don't know. I don't know electricity. I don't know what was going on with our power outlet or our power grid or whatever. But I just want to thank all those electricians and the linemen out there working tirelessly to try to defrost and thaw out our grid to get power back and, and, and working to our, our public works men and women who are out there trying to thaw out and work on our busted water pipes who have their hands full this week as this storm has come and gone. You know, it's 80 degrees right now. I, I just I just want to thank all those people that are going to be working on fixing all these pipes that, you know, have have, you know, left a lot of damage throughout the state of Texas. And I just, you know, send my my my, my prayers and my 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 positive thoughts to the people whose houses were, you know, damaged due to the frozen pipes and, and, and all of, of the damages to their houses, you know, through this winter storm, whether it's damaged pipes or just um the, the water flooding i don't know what it is um it's been a crazy week and uh the one thing about texans is that we're very resilient we're very strong and i know a lot of people from the northeast you could mock us and make it a political issue but at the end of the day our politicians aren't always going to be there for us we've known that forever and ever it doesn't matter if you're a republican or democrat this isn't a a, a, a political podcast 
the fact of the matter is those people are just people. And a lot of times they're just in it for their own ego. A lot of time they don't care enough about the people themselves. So we, the people need to take care of us. So if you can here in, in, in Texas, if you can donate, if you can just look up the local food banks, there's also different organizations that are, are, are giving back to people who have lost, you know, houses that don't have places to keep warm for, for food. Um, you know, the local food bank right now, I know that they were, they were understocked because of everything that was going on. Uh, the grocery trucks were stopped for a while because of the icy roads. I know that there was a lot of families affected by what happened in Fort Worth with that hundred car pileup. This is just, has been such a crazy week. And I just, you know, I know that we as Texans get, um, get mocked a lot by the rest of the country that we're a bunch of backwards cowboys and, you know, just rednecks and, and Mexicans and, you know, but we are, a strong group of people that have always flourished. There's a reason why people are leaving California and New York to come to Austin, Texas. There's a reason why people are leaving San Francisco. There's a reason why people are wanting to come to Texas because we have a beautiful way of life. We have a beautiful state. Like I said, you could put your politics aside. Texas is an awesome state. We have almost any kind of terrain that you you, you could ask for. We have the Gulf Coast. We have desert. We have mountains. We have hills. We have rivers. We have plains. We have it all. We have swamps. Texas is a beautiful state, and my state right now is, is going through it, but I know that we're going we're gonna to come out on the other end, and we're going to be a lot stronger because of it. So um, that being said, you know, I just want to let everybody know that, you know, my, my family and I, we're, we're doing okay. We were very fortunate enough that um, we, were, we were only without power for just a little bit. We were able to find the necessities that we, we needed. Um, thankful, like I said, to the stores, you know, the grocery stores, Foy Supermarket actually had the milk that we needed for our daughter. Um, we actually got some, some meat. We have charcoal there as well. So, you know, if the power went out again, we could just throw it on the grill. Um, Texas, that's what we do. We barbecue. Uh, I just want to thank my parents and uh, friends, you know, Patrick and Courtney, because when we're without uh, electricity, you know, they, they put us up for, for the night so that we could keep our daughter warm. And I, I truly appreciate them. I also want to, you know, send, you know, a lot of love to the farmers out there who, you know, really suffered with this freeze. They lost a lot of crops and, um, it's really tough because, you know, you can, you can be in New York eating at uh, a sweet green or any of those places, but you have to remember that a lot of that produce comes from South Texas. And uh, when you eat at sweet green or eat at chopped, or if you eat at, at, at any of those salad spots in the North, um, you got to remember like a lot of that produce comes from South Texas and, you know, they're, they're, they're suffering too. So please, you know, send, you know, find support, for local farmers, small farmers, organic farmers, like they're, they're working to keep us fed and they really were, were, were dealt a tough one this, uh, this week. And, you know, this year in particular, everyone has. So I really hope that uh, things look up this week. And uh, now that the sun is out, it's shining. I, I, I kind of hope that that's like a, 
a sign that that's a, 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 a sign for better things to come um, for the week and maybe the rest of the year. So, yeah, that's that's been the week right now. It's been uh, our life uh, here in South Texas. And uh, it's it's funny because my wife and I, we moved down here a year ago and uh, New York is, is is crazy. It's crazy. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's always some crazy going on there. And we thought that moving back down, we'd, we'd escape the crazy and, you know, our daughter wouldn't have to be around the crazy uh, for, for much uh, longer. And uh, guess what? The crazy followed us down here. So I'm sorry, Texas, but uh, we're resilient. And, um, you know, this is a very tough time for a lot of us in, in a lot of industries. And uh, I feel like the things are going to get better. In the meantime, um, I just want to give a, a, a shout out to, uh, um, well, I do have uh, a shout out to like Luis Moreno and, and Ben Mano and, uh, you know, Josh Kennedy and, and, and John Gonzalez. They're going to be helping me out with a, a really cool project that I have uh, coming out right now. It's a Jorge's House of Horrors. And before you start saying, wow, this guy is super creative with his uh the, the, the names of his uh, projects because, you know, Jorge's Isolation Podcast and Jorge's House of Horrors, you just got to remember I I just go with the first idea usually most of the time, but um, it's a really cool um, website that we have going on where we talk about uh, horror movies, books, TV shows, true crime if you love true crime. We also have a series, Ben and I have been working on uh, breaking down every episode of The Twilight Zone the original, uh, Rod Serling's uh, creation. Uh, it's one of our favorite shows that's how ben and i uh, uh bonded you can you see uh, a little snippet of what ben and i were working on a few episodes ago he was on the podcast um luis is, is a good friend of mine he's been breaking down a bunch of uh, horror novels so we could read uh and just give you some good advice on, on you know recommendations for books to read and then we're also going to break down you know some paranormal stuff and some cryptids let's just get crazy and weird you know like this is this is what's, what's happening we need to keep ourselves you know creative and um have fun truly i mean there's a lot of craziness out there we could be negative and we could just sit around and just do nothing but um you know let's just have fun and, and talk about crazy stuff so um jorgeshouseofhorrors.com is the uh, the website and uh you should go and check it out it's fun and there's gonna be a lot of content coming out as well as new episodes of jorge's isolation podcast I uh, have some cool guests coming up in the next few weeks, and I'm pretty excited. We've already hit 30 episodes, 30 freaking episodes. So I've had pretty much 28 guests. Um, I had Renes and Danny on twice, but uh, the last episode was with Raul Castillo. He's going to have a huge year. Uh, Robbie Ramos is going to have some stuff coming out later this year. I just feel like there's just going to be a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff happening with a, a lot of my guests. So go ahead. Thank you for listening so far. And um, sorry for not having a guest this week. It's just been a little crazy if uh, if, uh, you know, if I if I don't say so myself. But uh, thank you for for listening and watching. Uh, so far, uh, next week we'll be back up and running with guests and everything, but, uh, yeah. So if you're, you're out there and, uh, you know, you don't have any water, you know, my heart goes out to y'all, uh, same thing with, without power, it, you know, hopefully, you know, they can get that turned on and get the water situation fixed. Uh, I, I hope that, uh, 
you know, cities can, can come together and, and help each other out in this time of need. And I know that's what Texans do. That's what we do here. And, um, yeah. So thank you very much, everybody go ahead and hit the subscribe button on the YouTube channel, go ahead and hit the subscribe button on Spotify. If you're watching or listening on Spotify or uh, listening on iTunes, go ahead and hit the subscribe button and just download every single episode of this podcast, catch up, find out what we're about. And you're going to see a lot of these guests uh, have huge years, you know, like I'm, I'm catching them right, right, right at their the infancy of their careers. And they're just going to be going boom, straight skyrocket right up. So thank you for listening. Please be kind to one another. There's, there's no need for people saying, Oh, Texans, you don't know how to handle cold, you know, weather and Texans, you need to like say, Hey, you know, stop saying like, Hey, New York, you don't know how to handle heat. I mean, two different climates, two different zones, but guess what? I think that's going to change. We're going to climate change might be real. I don't know. I'm not a scientist but it did get really cold here. So thank you for joining me on this bonus episode. Like I said, I'll be back to normal next week. We're going to have some good guests and stay safe and please be kind to one another. All right. Have a good one. Have a great week. And um, the challenge for this week is to tell five people about this podcast. And this, uh, the best way to do it is just to get a link. You, you get the link on Spotify or iTunes or even on YouTube, hit share, copy the link, and just text it to five random friends and say, hey, you need to watch or listen to this. Do that. And then let's just get more people listening to this. Let's, let's just get people talking, all right? So have a good one. Thank you for listening and watching. Have a great one. Be kind to of one another.